0: من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله حمد الشاكرين والصلاة والسلام على سيد المرسلين سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه يجمعين اللهم صلِّ وسلِّم وبارك على سيدنا محمد قبل القلوب ودوائه ونور الأبصار والضياء وعافية الأبدان وشفائه الله وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد كلما ذكرك الذاكرون وغفل عن ذكرك الغافلون the last verse we stopped on from suratul baqarah wa the connection of the verse with the previous verses was that from the beginning of suratul baqarah allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Firstly, diverted our attention to what alif lam mim. That is the book in which there is no doubt. After which Allah Subhanahu wa Taala mentioned the sifat, the description of the believers, and then the unbelievers. After which is the description of the munafiqin, hypocrites. After which humanity was addressed. Ya And after humanity was addressed, the address was regarding Tawheed and the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala al-Imanu billahi subhanahu wa ta'ala and the favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala all of these things were interconnected until the Quran tells us regarding Nash'atul insan Nash'atul insan is relating to the beginning of man How did mankind start? Where did they start from? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِذْ قَالَ رَبُّكَ And when your Lord said, وَإِذْ قَالَ رَبُّكَ Now, وَإِذْ Meaning, وَذْكُرْ إِذْ قَالَ رَبُّكَ Remember that time when your Lord said, قَالَ رَبُّكَ Said your Lord, رَبْ As we know, the word itself denotes something special. For instance, when a lion is born, a lion in its genetic will have certain attributes and traits which entails that that lion has lioness, meaning lionessness, which is that it has that very nature. The genetic and the DNA will tell us that. This is from Rabbul Alameen, how he nurtures everything in creation. Likewise, al-insan will have certain traits, sifat, that a human being will have Within himself, that which we call humanness, being a human being. So here, wa qala There is a reason why Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says rabbuka, your Lord, as opposed to ilahuka, wa qala ilahuka, But here it's what wa qala rabbuka, lil malakati. So the the statement was addressed to the angels. This is because whenever a command of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala descends from the heavens the sifatul kalam which is the divine attribute of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the veils are removed from the the ears of the angels or whatever makhluk may hear the kalam of allah so they hear some aspects of the kalam of allah of course the kalam of allah is eternal allah subhanahu wa Taala's speech divine speech is eternal beginningless and endless but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may remove the veil from the ears of his creation that they hear some of his speech. وَإِذْ lil رَبُّكَ لِلْمَلَائِكَةِ لِلْمَلَائِكَةِ is, an, is a creation, malaika. The word malaika, remember I mentioned that the origins of the word malaika is from malak. The word malak originally is from ma'lak, from uluka. Aluka is risalah, messengership. Because the angels are the messengers in between the creation between between Bani Adam and Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, the the angels are referred to as Malak. The of course the the it was Malak, and then it becomes Malak, and then the Hamza is dropped and it becomes Malak. Malak is what angel. The plural is malaika and the Tamirbuta, The Ta at the end is placed in order to signify jama'ah. Mala'ika, meaning a group of angels. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addressed a group of angels. Rabbuka رَبُّكَ لِلْمَلَائِكَةِ These angels are makhluk from nur, from light, as opposed to fire. So fire, the jinn kind, is created from fire, nar, while the mala'ika are created from light. This is why the angels have within themselves obedience. Because light is obedience. While the jinn in their nature have disobedience. The shayateen of the jinn, they have disobedience because fire is disobedient. Meaning when fire ravages a city or a house, it ravages and human beings are unable to control the fire. Light on the other hand it has a different nature. This is why the angels were obedient and shaitan refused to prostrate to Sayyidina Adam alayhi salam. وَإِذْ قَالَ رَبُّكَ That when your Lord said to the angels why are the angels addressed as some of them mention in the commentaries that the angels that were addressed were the angels of Sama'ud Dunya were the angels of the lower heavens because a task was given to them to fight and combat the makhluk, the creation which was on earth before the creation of Sayyiduna Adam al jan and his al jinn was whom? The father of the jinn kind. Why would the jinn kind refer to as jinn? Because they are hidden from the eyes of human beings. This is why in the dunya, human beings cannot observe the jinn. But in the akhirah, the human beings will be able to observe the jinn and the jinn will not be able to observe them. So on earth now currently, the jinn can observe us, but we... Cannot observe the jinn. But in the akhirah the roles will be reversed. So the jinn kind, they were descendants of al Aljan al was whom? Abu al-Jinn, the father of jinn kind. And from amongst them was Iblis. But of course, his name was not Iblis at the time. His name was not Shaitan at the time. And he was a worshipper. He worshipped Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala excessively. But his worship was mashbooh. Meaning, his, what do I mean by Mashbuh? That the worship was tainted. It was tainted with what? With kibr arrogance, and riyah. What is riyah? Ostentation. Because he had ostentation in his worship, this led to kufar, open kufar, which he did later. But the armies of angels were sent to earth to destroy the jinn kind that had shed blood on the earth. They had shed blood of one another and the angels were sent to destroy them or to defeat them. They were defeated and they were dispatched to areas, barren areas of the earth, like deserts, desolate areas, to islands on the sea. And then what happened when these angels returned? They heard the announcement from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, "Inni jālum fil-ardi khalifa." And when your Lord addressed the angels, "Malāika, Inni jālum fil-ardi khalifa." Inni jālum fil-ardi khalifa. Here, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, "Inni," meaning the personal pronoun of the singular. When this is mentioned. It's in reference to the that of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The that of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not numerous, it's one. So, whenever you find the singular in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stating something with the singular, then it entails the that of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And whenever you hear the plural, it, it refers to the sifat, the divine attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That I will make. Now, جَاعِلٌ فِي Ardi. جَاعِلٌ فِي Ardi As I mentioned the word Ja'al as opposed to Khalq That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He says إِنِّي جَاعِلٌ فِي Ardi Khalifa As opposed to خَلَقَ When the word خَلَقَ is utilized It refers to what we observe. Everything we observe. The mulk of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, but when the term ja'il is used, it refers to malakut. Malakut is that which is hidden from the senses, that which we do not observe with the five senses. The role of humanity is mentioned in this verse: "Inni fil-ardi khalifa." I shall make on the earth what a khalifa. That is the role of humankind. Inni fil-ardi khalifa. So the outward form of human beings, part animal part intellect and angelic, meaning we have certain traits which are angelic, like reading and writing is angelic. The type of ibadah that we do is angelic. There are certain similarities we have with malaika, but there are certain traits of animals within humankind. But when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, Inni fil ardi khalifa, It entails the role of humanity, that the, the role of humanity is what? Being khalifa fil ard. Being the representative of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the earth. وَإِذْ قَالَ رَبُّكَ لِلْمَلَائِكَةِ إِنِّي, إِنِّي جَاعِلٌ فِي الْأَرْضِ خَلِيفَةِ خَلِيفَة, the word is from khalifa, khalifa is to leave something behind. مَخْلُوف is the one who is left behind. Khalifa here is in reference to the, the human being that he is what? The caretaker of the earth. إِنِّي فِي الْأَرْضِ That he has been left behind by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the earth in order to be the caretaker of the earth, in order to bring about balance on the earth. That if he does not bring about balance, then he does not fulfill his role. If he does not bring about balance with the environment, he does not bring about balance with the makhluk, the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which includes the animal kingdom, the plant kingdom, if he does not bring about balance with this, then he is not fulfilling his role of what? Khalifa fil ard. Inni fil khalifa. Qalu. They said in response to this, meaning the angels responded, because they saw the nature of the previous creation, which was the Auladul jan, the progeny of al jan, they said in response to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Qalu ataj'alu. Will you make fiha? In it, meaning on the earth, meaning this unique planet within millions of stars and the galaxies and the universes that we observe. Within that, we have this unique planet, the blue planet, which is known as planet earth. That will you make? Fiha, will you make in this earth? Fiha, the first description that a creation, will you make? on this earth a creation may yufsidu fiha those who will sow corruption on the earth what is the meaning of fasad the meaning of fasad is the opposite to salah salah is correcting that which is bad the meaning of fasad is corrupting that which is good so if you have honey and you corrupt the honey that is fasad within the honey if you have something which is unclean and then you clean it that is Salah. But the description mentioned here. may يُفْصِدُ fiha. Will you create on the earth? may يُفْصِدُ Those who cause corruption on the earth. Meaning when they see something good, they corrupt it. Like if you see vegetation. Burning the vegetation down. Cutting down trees. This is fasad fil ard. mayufsidu Second description. dima. dima Is to pour blood. ويسفكوا that they shall pour what? Adima blood. This is what a reference to killing because when most killing occurs with the pouring of blood, unless the person asphyxiates or is strangled to death and loses all oxygen, generally speaking, a person is killed with what? The shedding of blood. And the meaning of shedding of blood is killing, murder. So two descriptions are given that a, the Khalifa fil ard, the one who is the caretaker of the earth, or the representative of Allah subhanahu Wa ta'ala on the earth, that person avoids two descriptions mentioned here. one is khasad fil, ard, corruption on the earth, and the second is what? Bloodshed, that they avoid bloodshed. The exception being those cases where Allah subhanahu wa Ta'ala has permitted the government to carry out executions, which is very rare. Meaning Sharia law in itself, in its essence, is a relaxed law to the point that the time when rahimahullah, ta'ala, ascended to the kingdom of Halab, the advisors said to him that the Sharia law is not severe enough. It is not strict enough to stop the crime which had become prevalent in Halab. So do not believe the media propaganda that we hear many times where it is Implied or sometimes stated explicitly that Sharia law is a violent law. من fiha, The one who will cause corruption in it, meaning on the earth. dima, And he will shed blood. dima uh, plural of them. But then they describe themselves, the angels. So what they observed of the jinn kind on the earth, they mentioned two descriptions. And then they mentioned their own description. Nusabbihu and we, meaning us group of angels, nusabbihu. What is tasbih? The word, remember tasbih. If we if we say, Subha ma fi glorifies Allah subhanahu wa taala. Whatever is in the heavens and the earth, it means acknowledging and stating the tanzih of Allah subhanahu wa taala. What is the tanzih of Allah subhanahu wa taala? The transcendency of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala affirming complete perfection for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala where you negate imperfections. So any imperfection you negate it for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is known as tasbih. This is why when we say subhanallah, what is the meaning of subhanallah? Glorified is he, meaning free from all imperfections. Any imperfections, whatever the mind conceives, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is free from those imperfections. Subhan on its own, Subhan is Mabni Al Fat, fixated upon Fathh, becomes Subhana. But subha- when we say Subhanallahi, it means Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala is free from all imperfections. So they say, Nusabbihu, we, meaning the jama'ah of the mala'ika, we glorify you, bihamdika, with your praise. So they not only glorify Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, they glorify him how? By negating all imperfections from Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. By praising him also, because they acknowledge his favors. They acknowledge his favors. What is the distinction between the Malaika and Bani Adam? The Malaika, they observe al Malakut. They observe the hidden kingdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Therefore, they observe so many miraculous, what we would term as being miraculous things. When they observe that, they praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But bānū Adam as a whole, they do not observe the Malakut. They observe the mulk of Allah, the the material realm that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created. Yet, after observing only the material realm, they also praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Therefore, they receive a a, a higher status than the angels. Another distinction, Bani Adam can reach a, a maqam where they move from observing the mulk of Allah, the kingdom of Allah, to the malakut, They can observe the hidden kingdom. And then from the malakut, they observe the jabarut, which is what? Observing the effectuation of the divine names and attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. While the angels cannot ascend like this, they stay within alam al-malakut. So the human beings have the potential to ascend in a way that the angels never have that ability to ascend like Bani Adam. So they say, we نُسَبِّحُ we glorify you, meaning we remove, we mention all perfection for you. All perfection for you. And we negate any imperfection, bihamdika, by praising you. And what is praise? Thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a shukr, for what His multiple favors. But then they say, وَنُقَدِّسُ لَك. And we also do this action of نُقَدِّسُ لَك. Taqdis and tasbih. Tasbih is what? As I mentioned, uh, negating all imperfections. Taqdis, some have said, is also negating that which is perfection for humans, but still an imperfection for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So there's a distinction. Tasbih is negating imperfections, but taqdis is what? Negating even that which is perfection for makhluk. But imperfection for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. While at the same time, acknowledging the divine names and attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And not doing ta'til like the Jahmiya. The jahmiyyah were a sect. They would negate all the names and attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So they say, So this was their objection, but not really an objection. Because the Mala'ika would never object to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This was what we would refer to as istifsar. They were questioning the wisdom. They wanted to increase in knowledge. So they said that from what they observed of the previous creation, yufsidu fiha, that they caused corruption on the earth. And what else did they do? yasfikuddimah, they shed blood. While our traits, meaning the angels, is what our attributes are. That we do tasbih, we do taqdis. So what is the wisdom of creating them? Allah, he said, meaning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Inni a'lamu ma la ta'lamu. Indeed, I know ma la ta'lamu. And this, of course, that which you do not know. And of course, that alone is a response to the, what people refer to as the problem of evil. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows. Wallahu ya'lamu. Allah knows, And you do not know. Meaning the full feature of something. That there is more to what we observe in this world. So they were told this at the time. إِنِّي ma مَا لَتَعْلَمُونَ I indeed know what you do not know. Meaning the feature of Sayyiduna Adam and his progeny is that they can ascend in ma'rifah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why is their status higher? because they they fight the bestial nature allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created within them shahwat desires allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created within within them animalistic desires that they overwhelm those desires and they reach a higher status than the angels why because the angels do not have those animalistic desires within them they do not overwhelm a nafs, that they by which they reach a higher status but bani adam is created in this way so at this point allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not mention the creation of sayyiduna adam alayhi salam at this point it's the verse states adam al-asma'a kullaha. so the creation is missed out in this particular time why what is the rub what is the connection of this verse with the previous verse because the previous verse mentioned ilm. Knowledge innial indeed I know ma la that which you do not know. So then Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala informs us of the virtuosity of Sayyiduna Adam alayhi salam. That he taught Adam alayhi salam all the names, entailing that Sayyiduna Adam alayhi salam received superiority due to knowledge. So this statement some say that Shaitan had knowledge, this is not precise. That Adam Ali was the most at the time, the most learned of the creation. And he received a superiority because of his knowledge over the angels, which will be mentioned now. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala dispatched the angels for the creation of Sayyiduna Adam and what is mentioned dispatched them to the earth. And when they came to the earth, they took from the various corners of the earth. Some say some commentators, they mentioned 40 different types of soils. And this explains the various natures of humankind. So humankind will have different types of natures. You will have a hard nature a soft nature, an balanced nature, an imbalanced nature, the various shades of human beings, the various types of human beings, all of them are from an amalgamation of all the various types of soils. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent down the angels to, to bring that soil, or the teem, the clay for the creation of Sayyidina Adam alayhi salam. According to one author, whether it's authentic or not, is not the reason for citation the reason is because of its interest that the angel that was able to bring the soil was in fact malakul maut the angel of death and this is why allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tasked him with taking the souls of bani adam so the the creation of adam alayhi salam was made the form of sayyiduna adam alayhi salam before the ruh was blown into the body of sayyiduna adam alayhi salam The makhluk like shaitan, they would walk past thinking, what is this makhluk that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is creating, which is referred to as khalifa fil ard. If you look at the human being, he has seven entries from the, the head alone. We have the two ears, the two nasal cavities, the eyes and the mouth. And then each one has a feature. Then we look, the eye is made from shaham, which is what? Uh, like a fatty flesh by which we see and then we have bones in our ears by which we hear and then we have a tongue which is meat by which we speak meaning that in itself is miraculous that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us these features that with the ears the ear bone we hear the eardrum we hear with the eyes the faculty of the eye we are able to see and with this meat created in our mouths we are able to speak and then with the same mouth we are able to chew our food and taste our food all of this entails that this is from a Khalik who is Alim, a khaliq, a creator who is all-knowing so when Sayyiduna Adam was created after being created Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informs us wa'allama that he taught Adam. Sayyiduna Adam salam was taught by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala directly. Not through the means of an angel. For that would entail that the angel has superiority. Of course, in the case of the Messenger of Allah wasallam, Sayyiduna Jibreel salam conveying the Qur'an. You would say Sayyiduna Jibreel salam instructed the Messenger of Allah wasallam regarding the Qur'an. But you would not say he taught the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Sayyiduna Jibreel alayhi is also from the angels who are, who are rusul. Messenger angels. So he's not a common angel. He's a messenger also. So, He taught Adam the names. This name Adam is from Adimul ard As I mentioned before, Al-Ard itself is from the word that the the earth that the earth eats itself. From with the Hamza, Ra, which means Or because people walk on the earth, uh, They when they walk on the earth, it became known as Ard. But Adam, alayhis is known as Adam because Adim al Adim is the surface of the earth. So he was created from the clay of the earth, Sayyiduna Adam And the angel took the clay of the earth and placed it where it was created. So he became known as Adam. Another reason for Adam is that when Adimul Ard is a dark clay, because when you mix all the various soils at the end, the end produce would be a dark clay. So because of the darkness, he was referred to as Adam. وَعَلَّمَ آدَمَ الْأَسْمَاءَ كُلَّهَا That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala taught Sayyiduna Adam alayhis salam الْأَسْمَاءَ What Al-Asma'ah? Is الْأَسْمَاءَ? الْأَسْمَاءَ is plural is, What does is mean? It means a noun. So this means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala taught Adam alayhis salam all the names. This is why some of the grammarians, Arab grammar, gr- grammarians have said the origin of all words is the noun. So they use this as a dalil. What is that dalil? That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala taught Adam A.S. nouns first, therefore, nouns are the origin. They also say the word ism is from Sama Yasmu to be high. Sama Yasmu to be high, therefore, nouns are lofty. Like Sama, a Sama is what? The heavens. Why? Because it's above you. Ism is also from Sama Yasmu to be high. So they say nouns are the origins. And then the verb is taken from the noun. The harf is taken from the noun. The, the particle is taken from the noun. Adam so, al-Asmaa, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala taught Adam alayhi the nouns first. Kullaha, All of them. What does this entail? So, if he was taught the name of a pot or a container, then he was taught the name of a small container. So this is a qusa, This is a qusaya. is what? Platter of food a uh, platter and then Qusai'a, a small platter. So he was taught all the various names. Some of them say he was taught all the languages of his progeny, that they will speak. But of course, he was taught the original languages, the original languages from which all the other languages descend. Arabic in its early form was a difficult language. Later on, the language became refined. So in the time of Sayyiduna Ismail alayhi salam, when Sayyiduna Ismail alayhi salam was placed in the valley of Mecca, Bekka, when he was placed in this valley, the Arabs who resided in that region, they spoke a harsh Arabic because of the environment. But over time, the language toned down in its harshness until the time came for the revelation of Al-Quran al-Kareem. So, Sayyidina Adam was taught all the names. All of them. When he was taught all the names, the names of all things. And remember, language is the key to intelligence. Why is language the key to intelligence? Because expression is through language. intelligence is articulated through language. If a person cannot express his feelings through language, then he may express his feelings through other means. But language is the means by which a person can express his intelligence. So the more language a person has, the more words a person has, the more he can articulate feelings, situations, and concepts. So Adam Ali salam being taught the names al-asmaa is because knowing the names is the foundation of knowledge. Knowing the meanings of all the names is the foundation of knowledge. ثُمَّ عَرَضَهُمْ Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala عَرَضَهُمْ عرض is what? To present something. What was that? That the angels were requested to give the names of everything. In some commentaries what they mention, forms were shown to the angels. Forms of various things. And what was requested from the angels or demanded from the angels, is that give the names of these forms, if you are truthful in your claim, that they mentioned ibadah, the angels mentioned ibadah. But the superiority of Sayyidina Adam was demonstrated through knowledge. So, الملائكة, Then these forms were presented, الملائكة, or the nouns, the, the, the nouns, asma' were presented to the angels. فَقَالَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to them Ambiuni بِأَسْمَاءِ is from Imba. نَبَاء is to inform this is why a Nabi is known as a Nabi because he gives information regarding the unseen they would فَقَالَ give me the information Ambiuni command the names of those things, meaning He presented them to the angels. So they were shown various things of concepts. as Remember, names are not only given to tangible, physical, material goods. They are also given to abstraction and concepts. So abstract concepts are also a thing. They exist. So the angels were requested فَأَنْبِئُونِ بِأَسْمَاءِ إِن كُنْتُمْ صَادِقِينَ If indeed you are truthful إِن كُنْتُمْ صَادِقِينَ صِدْق is truthfulness Why? Because if you are truthful regarding your superiority over this Khalifa الأرض, if you are truthful regarding this caretaker on the earth your superiority over him then you must be able to inform me regarding the names of those things what did the angels say? Qalu, they said, Subhanaka. Note, the angels again, earlier they said, Nusabbihu bihamdika. We glorify you with your praise. And then when they address Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they address him with what? Subhanaka. So this is an innate quality of the angels. That the angels always glorify Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by what? By negating all faults. By glorifying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Subhanaka. La ilma lana. La ilma lana. So they negated knowledge from themselves. La ilma lana. La. The lamli nafil jins, which negates an entire genus. La ilma lana. We have no knowledge except for what you have taught us. So whatever knowledge they were given when they were dispatched to destroy Banul Jan, the jinn kind, when they were dispatched in various parts of the heavens, they only affirmed that knowledge which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had given them. For indeed, inna ka anta. Note, inna is Emphasis innaka, indeed you, and then what? Anta the pronoun. Anta al-'Alim al-Hakim, two attributes of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala mentioned. One is al-'Alim, the other one is al-Hakim. al-'Alim here is mentioned for the obvious reason of what that the creation of Sayyiduna Adam alayhi salam and his superiority entailed his superior knowledge over the angels. So innaka antal anta al And then Al-Hakim, Al-Hakim is the one who places everything in its right place. Al-Hikmah is what? Placing everything in its right place. So that entails that indeed there is a wisdom of the creation of Sayyiduna Adam to be Khalifa fil-Ard. So they affirm the knowledge of of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then the subsequent superiority of Sayyiduna Adam over the rest of the creation of that time. And also the hikmah, the divine wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Qala ya Adam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, So yet Adam alayhi salam had not demonstrated his knowledge. Wa'allama Adam al-asma'a Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala taught Adam alayhi salam the names. But yet when the names were presented to the angels, The angels were unable to give the knowledge. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded Sayyiduna Adam alayhi salam. Qala ya Adam. He said, "O Adam. Ya Adam. Anbi'hum. Give them. Anbi'hum. Meaning, give them information. Regarding what? Or give them knowledge as opposed to information. Give them knowledge. What's the difference between knowledge and information? Information, even a retrieval system can give you some type of information. But knowledge is internalizing the knowledge and also understanding what is being stated. This is why they say taking knowledge means Afwahir rijal, taking knowledge from the, the mouths of men meaning Ahlul Ilm is important. Why? Because Ahlul the Ilm, they will memorize the best of what they heard. They will memorize the best of what they heard. And then from what they have memorized, they will relay the best of what they have memorized. So they will speak with the best of what they have memorized. So here, you can say, والتعلم, learning and, and teaching started with the creation of Sayyiduna Adam. آدم, he said, O Adam, inform them with their names, meaning the names of those things. فَلَمَّا أَنْبَأَهُمْ And when he informed them, أَنْبَأَهُمْ Again the word from Naba. بِأَسْمَائِهِمْ With the names of those things. قَالَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to the angels, Alam أَقُلْ لَكُمْ Did I not say to you? إِنِّي أَعْلَمُ غَيْبَ السَّمَوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ That indeed I know غَيْبَ السَّمَوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ What is غَيْب? Ghayb is anything which is absent from you. So whatever is out of this Masjid Hall is ghaib for us. But if you have the means of access, it's no longer ghaib So someone observing something on a phone, it doesn't mean that thing is Ghayb. Ghayb is that which goes out of human means, meaning even if we have the best technology to check the gender of the fetus, that does not entail ghaib because we have created a technology by which we can check the gender of the fetus. Ghaib is that knowing the unseen without the human means, and the human means includes technology. So, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows everything, so there is no ghaib relatively to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but yet it is referred to as ghaib because it is ghaib from His makhluk. The makhluk will never know it. So, when the Makhluk does not know the ghayb. Whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaches them and instructs them is still referred to as ghaib So Sayyidina Khidr alayhi salam uh, knowing, min ilma, we taught him from our divine presence, a type of knowledge, ilma, this was ghaib because Khidr alayhi salam did not know that through human means, it's from di- divine knowledge, meaning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala instructed him. So, Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala said to the angels, Alam Aqullakum inni a'lamu, indeed I know ghayb as-samawati wal-ard, the unseen things of as samawat, which is the seven concentric circles of the metaphysical realm, wal-ard and the, the earth, that I know the unseen things of those realms. Of course, why is the ghayb mentioned here? Because the wisdom behind creating Sayyiduna Adam is ghayb. At that point, it's still ghayb. وَأَعْلَمُ And indeed I know. مَا, تُبْدُونَ وَمَا كُنتُمْ مَا تُبْدُونَ That which you bring out. Abda يُبْدِي Is to bring out something. What you stated, meaning what did they state? They said to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Will you create on the earth someone who will cause corruption on the earth? Will you create on the earth who, someone who will shed blood? This is matubdun, what you brought out. But then there is kitman. What is kitman? Kitman is what you conceal. So the angels concealed other things, and Allah Subhanahu wa Taala said that I know I know the unseen of the heavens and the earth. And I know what you have brought out, meaning what you stated previously, but also that which you hid. ma كُنتُمْ تقتمون, That which you were hiding, meaning what you were thinking. This shows that the angels are still thinking creation. They are not robotic. But there is a certain nature that they have that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has not created other things within them. But the human being, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created him in such a way that the human being is recipient of the jamal of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but also the jalal of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we will see this in the story of Sayyiduna Adam alayhi salam. That he was in the heavens in paradise. And when he was in paradise, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had him Created him in such a way that he experienced what going down to earth. So the qahr of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, the, the overwhelming attributes of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. What is qulna lil-malaikati? And then what is qulna? When we said what is qulna lil-malaikatis judul adama, we said to the angels, meaning after. The superiority of Sayyidina Adam was demonstrated. Why? Because of his superior ilm. Which refutes the claim that Shaytan was the most learned. This refutes that claim. Shaytan was not learned. Shaytan was an abid, a worshipper. But he was not in fact worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sincerely. He was doing the acts of worship out of riyah, And he was jahil. He was ignorant. How did he de- demonstrate his ignorance when he objects now to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And when we said لِلْمَلَائِكَةِ اسْجُدُوا لِآدَمَ When we said to the angels judu," meaning sajda is what? Placing the forehead the two hands the two knees and the feet on the ground in front of someone is known as Sajda. There is سَجْدَة وِعِبَادَة prostration of ibadah and there is Sajdah to tahiyya a sajda of what greeting the sajda that was done to Sayyidina yusuf by his brothers was Sajdah to tahiyya or sejda to ta'adim, a sajda of veneration which is mansuh. it's abrogated not permitted in in the sharia anymore the sajda of the angels was was also sajda to a sajda of veneration some have said that at that particular time, Sayyidina Adam السلام, was the, the Qibla of the worship. At that particular time, the Qibla of the worship. Like the Qibla, the Kaaba is makhluk, it's stones. But we do not worship the Kaaba. We, we prostrate in the direction of the Kaaba because the Kaaba is the Qibla, the point of, of direction for the prayer. So it is stated by some that Sayyidina Adam السلام, became the Qibla at that point. They were instructed to prostrate to Sayyiduna Adam A.S. لِآدَمَ فسجدوا. They all prostrated. فسجدوا. So the angels, all of them prostrated, some of them say that the first one to prostrate was Sayyiduna Jibreel salam. When Sayyiduna Jibreel salam was the first to prostrate, he was the one given the task of bringing down the revelation to the Rusul, to the messengers of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, illa iblis. So Fasajadu illa iblis. Now we come to the story of iblis. Iblis is makhluk of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala from the jinn kind. Some commentators took the position, which is a shad anomalous position, that he was from the angels, like the shad anomalous position that some commentators take, which is that the angels have the ability to disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The anomalous position is what? That they say the way disobeying Allah is easy for human beings. Obeying Allah is easy for angels. And it is difficult for them to disobey Allah, but they have the ability. This is an anomalous position. The correct position is what that disobeying Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is impossible for the angels because Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala has not created that ability within them. illa iblis. Iblis is one of his titles, but there are names mentioned that are ascribed. Some of them said his name was Al Harith. Others have given other names to him that his original name. Of course, later he became known as a Shaytan. What does a Shaytan mean? The one who is made to go far from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Illa iblis. Abba. He refused. So Abba ya'ba is to refuse. Wastakbarah. And he did what? Arrogance. Istikbar is arrogance. If you remember, I mentioned the seven sins which open up the seven doors of Jahannam. Like hasad, enviousness, riyah, ostentation, ibadah. Riyah is such a bad sin that the alim who taught Qur'an, the mujahid who fought in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the one who gives sadaqa in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the Day of Judgment, they are punished first because of Riyah, ostentation. But istikbar is one of those seven sins by which the seven doors of Jahannam are opened. And if you were to summarize Asbab al-Kufr, the reasons for kufr, some of them have said, al-ghadab wal-kibr. Anger for the nafs, al-ghadab lil-nafs. And kibr, because these can blind a person. Like hasad. Hasad is an illness that can blind a person totally. That they have hasad for another person, they cannot see any good, and they are determined to destroy the person who is the mahsood. So these are amradul qalb, illnesses of the heart which manifest themselves in kufar, in disbelief, and nifaq hypocrisy, or sins. So shaitan, aba, he refused, was and he became arrogant. Meaning, he did istikbar. The reason for abandoning worship, ibadah, one of the main reasons is istikbar. Arrogance. When a person has arrogance, they abandon worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. aba, was takbara, min minal kafirin. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَكَانَ مِنَ الْكَافِرِينَ That means in the ilm of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he was always a kafir. Then his kufr became apparent. So he was left alone when he did worship. And some of them say there was not a point on earth except he did sajda. Except he prostrated to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on every single point of the earth. But then his kufar, his arrogance brought out his kufar. Why? Because he thought, why should I prostrate to this makhluk that is created from clay? And when you throw clay down, it goes, when you throw clay from a height, it goes down. But if you throw fire, fire will, a flame, the flame will float. So he thought that the nature of jinn kind is superior to bashar humankind when in reality he was the first philosopher and like most philosophers his philosophy was misguided why because soil is the origin of life if you place a seed in the soil in mud what will happen things will grow but fire is a creation that burns down things it ravages it destroys indiscriminately so therefore, the nature of humankind is better than the nature of jin So his philosophy was incorrect, but he became the father of philosophers. So Abba was takbarah, wa kana min al kafirin, and he was from the in, from the disbelievers, meaning he was always from the disbelievers, and then he brought out his disbelief. So the events of the disbelief of iblis and what occurred. The conversation that occurred is not mentioned here. It will be mentioned elsewhere in Al-Quran Al-Kareem. But what is mentioned, why the Rabd, the connection? What is mentioned now is where Sayyiduna Adam alayhis salam resided. Why? Because the purpose of these verses is to inform us regarding the origins of humankind. So Adam alayhis salam was created for what purpose? To be Khalifa fil Ard. When he was created to be Khalifa fil Ard, his superiority was demonstrated to the angels. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded him to live in where? In paradise. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَقُلْنَا And indeed we said, now note here the plural, وَقُلْنَا This is now reflective of the divine attributes, وَقُلْنَا And we said, Ya أَدُمُ اسْكُنْ O Adam Uskun, reside. Sekana is to reside in a place because the meaning of Sekana is to be still. This is why a miskin is referred to as a miskin because he is so poor that his poverty leads him to being still that he cannot even move anywhere. Meaning he may have intense hunger. He may have intense thirst. He has no clothes. He is so poor he cannot move. He is known as miskin From the same root word as na meaning to reside. Uskun, meaning reside. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Ya Adam uskun, Anta wa zawjuka. You and your partner. So here, Anta meaning the addresses to Sayyidina Adam alayhi salam. Anta you wa zawjuka. For a wife, the word zawj and zawja both are permitted. So you can refer to a wife as zawj and zawja with the ta at the end. Both are permitted. وَزَوْجُكَ And your partner means Sayyidatuna Hawa Why was she referred to as hawa Because the word hawa is from hayat. What is hayat? Life. So all the life of Bani Adam, the progeny of Adam alayhi salam, will be from this woman. So therefore she became known as Hawa, Meaning the, the, the woman who will give life by the will of Allah, meaning birth to all of the progeny of Adam Some of them said the word Hawa is actually from the redness of her lips and the redness, the dark redness, which was found on her chin. So because they were created from all the various soils, Adam السلام, one of the means of Adam is to be what? Dark complexion. So Sayyidina Adam السلام, and his wife were of such a complexion, but she had a redness, in the cheek area that there was a redness so she became known as hawa but others have said hawa is from hayat which is life and of course we know regarding uh, the darker genes and the darker colors that people who have dark skin they can have children which are lighter skinned but people who are lighter skinned will rarely have children of a darker skin unless of course they have the genetic in their Timeline. So Sayyiduna Adam alay having all the genetic code of humanity. All the genetic code, all the various DNAs that we find are found in Sayyiduna Adam alayhi salam. So you and your partner mean Sayyidina Hawa alayhi reside in where? Al Jannata in the garden. Some of the Mu'tazila, they took the position that Al-Jannah is a garden on earth. So they attempted to say that near Babylon, in Iraq, near Mesopotamia, there was a garden. And or in other regions of the earth, there was a garden in which they resided. But the correct position of the Jamhur, the majority of Ahl-Sunnah wal Jama'ah is what? Is that this Al-Jannah refers to actual paradise, that they resided in paradise, both of them. And the time he spent was such a short time, the time between Zohar and Asr in paradise. But of course, that's a long period of time compared to earth. So time is of course relative. So a short period of time in paradise, maybe hundreds and thousands of years on earth. So they were commanded to reside in paradise. Uskun, anta zawjuka وَكُلَى minha ragadan حَيْثُ شِئْتُمَا wa Kula is a command. Kul, كل, eat. Kula, you to eat. Meaning eat. Eat from what? Kula minha, from the garden of paradise. Ragadan حَيْثُ شِئْتُمَا ragadan it means what? رِزْقًا وَاسِعًا Vastly. Ragad. Eat as much as you want. حَيْثُ شِئْتُمَا From wherever you want. حَيْثُ this word حيث is from wherever you want. حيث But they commanded at this point. وَلَا تَقْرَبَ And do not approach. Now there are two verbs for this. One is and one is yakrabu. Here it's with the fatha, which means do not even go near it. And then you have which has a different meaning. But here they are told what? Do not even go near this tree. Meaning, even if you do, why do not go near? That if you are commanded not to go near, it means do not even eat. Like, do not go near what? Adultery. That indeed, zina is what? Fahisha, immoral act. Wassa as sabila, an immoral, evil act uh, or a way to d- fulfill your desire. Wala taqrabu zina. Do not go near zina. So that means do not go near the dawai zina, those things which call for zina, those things which lead up to zina. Avoid them also because they lead up to zina. So similarly here, similarly here, Wala Do not approach the tree. Do not approach this tree. The shajar is not specified. What type of tree was this? We are not told in Al-Quran Al-Kareem. Some of them have speculated. Some have given different positions. Some of them said it's hinta wheat. shair Bali. And they said, because it's wheat, this is why Bani Adam consumes wheat, meaning bread being our staple diet. But this is all speculation. Others have said grapes. Others have said apple. Different opinions they have given. But we are told here that if they eat from this tree, that you will become you will become What does this mean? The nature of Al Jannah is that when people eat in paradise, They do not have the need to relieve themselves. But if they eat from the worldly foods, then they will have worldly natures. So Sayyiduna Adam is being instructed that do not eat from this tree, that if you eat from this tree, you will do wrong to yourself. How will you do wrong to yourself? That you will acquire a worldly nature. While in paradise, you will not feel cold, you will not feel hot, you will never be naked. While in paradise, you will not feel sleepy and tired and fatigued. While in paradise, you will not get hungry. While in paradise, you will never have the need to relieve yourself. But if you eat from this tree, then you will do wrong to yourself. How wrong to yourself? Meaning you will avoid that which is better. It's better for you to avoid eating from this tree. This is the meaning of a It doesn't mean uh, an oppressor uh, because the, the meaning of a has multiple meanings. So, the tree itself was a tree from the earth placed in paradise. When the tree was placed in paradise, they were commanded not to eat from that tree. A recommendation, otherwise they would acquire the Earthly nature, but the tree was to become sababun min al-asbab from the means Allah wa ta'ala created in order that they go down to earth. Now, someone may say, What was the wisdom of them eating from the tree and going onto the earth? Why were they not just placed on earth? The answer is that until a human being Does not undergo certain experiences, they will never complete themselves. The human being will be the manifestation of the reflection of the divine attributes. And the divine attributes are attributes of Al Jamal, divine beauty, but also the attributes of Al Jalal, which is the divine Jalal, the majesty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, like Al Qahr, the various attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For instance, where a human being sin, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is ghaffar. Where human beings are ma'yub, they have defects, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is sattar, the one who covers. At the same time, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a rafi', the one who raises, but he is also al-khafid, the one who lowers. So the manifestation of all these attributes, when Sayyiduna Adam alayhi salam, was the receptacle of the manifestation of all these attributes. He underwent the, the through all the, the various manifestations which included eating from the tree and then coming down to earth. So, وك, وكول, so شئتما, Eat from this, meaning God and Jannah, ragadan vastly. شئتما, wherever you want, وَلَا تَقْرَبَ هذه And do not up come near this tree. فتكونا مِنَ الظَّالِمِينَ You will indeed, both of you will then wrong yourselves. How? By eating from the tree and attaining the earthly nature. So when they came down to earth, they had the, the need to relieve themselves. They had the need to clothe themselves. They had the need to warm themselves. They had the need to sometimes have coolness when they felt the heat. All of these various needs. So uh, the, the word azalla azalla It comes in the meaning of abada To make someone go far. Made them go far Whom? As-shaytan. So previously He was referred to as Iblis. Iblis from Ublisa The one who is cursed. But now he's referred to as Shaytan, the one who is made to go far from the rahma of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Fa azallahuma That Shaytan removed them from paradise. Fa is also a slip. Zalal is a slip. And here it could come in the meaning of aghfalahuma, that shaitan made them negligent. But ab'adahuma is the better meaning. That shaitan may remove them far from paradise, meaning the suburb, one of the asbab was shaitan. At that point, a shay- the laws of paradise, jannah, were different to the laws now. Meaning the, shay- the jinn of the shayateen could go up into the seven heavens. They had access. They could go into the seven concentric circles. They could access the boundaries of paradise and from the boundaries they could communicate with the makhluk so when shaitan communicated he incited the love of adam salam for allah subhanahu wa ta'ala how by informing misinforming him that the reason for the prohibition is to do with something to do with the love of allah so adam salam when he ate from the tree for this love of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala underwent the entire trial why because if he does not go undergo this trial the perfection of the khalifa fil Ard will not be completed what is the the perfection the perfection is undergoing all those experiences if yusuf did not go from the trial of his brothers beating him throwing him in the well then being sold as a slave then the woman attempting to seduce him then being placed in prison if he did not undergo all of this then he would not have made the person he was at the end of the entire experience. And the story that we read in Surah Yusuf, الصلاة, the story would not be the same. So similarly with Sayyiduna Adam, الصلاة, عنها, that Shaitan removed them from it, meaning from paradise. And he took them out, meaning he was the suburb. He was the suburb created by Allah. Note, within the Quran, out of adab with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the ascription of some of the actions is not given to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like in the story of Sayyiduna Khidr alayhi salam, when Khidr alayhi salam straightens the wall, the action of straightening the wall is ascribed to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why? Because it's removing a defect. When the action of killing the child is mentioned, the plural is utilized. We did this. But when the reason for doing it is mentioned, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is mentioned. When the boat is damaged, because damaging the boat is an aib, meaning the boat becomes ma'yub, faulty. That action is ascribed to Sayyiduna Khidr alayhi This is from the methodology of Al-Quran al-Kareem. kareem الشَّيْطَانُ عَنْهَا That he removed them far from paradise. فَأَخْرَجَهُمَا And he took them out. فَأَخْرَجَهُمَا Meaning how? By enticing them with the love of Allah. Enticing Sayyiduna Adam alayhi that this tree is شَجْرَةُ الْخُلْدُ The tree of Everlasting nature And giving false promises Sayyiduna Adam Ate from the tree At that point we said Meaning when they had eaten from the tree We said Meaning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said This word ihbitu It's a command Hubut is what? Falling from a high place to a lower place Mahbat is a place where someone, where everything gathers. So if you have a bowl, the curvature of the bowl, everything gathers at the center of the bowl is a mahbah, place of where everything falls. Kulna We said, fall down. اهبيطو. So this entails that the correct position of paradise that Adam was in paradise is the correct position. But it also signifies the location of paradise is from above. Wa We said to them, descend low. How they were made to descend, we do not know. The nature of how Adam salam was sent from one realm to another realm. We said to them, descend. Note here also that the plural is utilized. "Ihbitu," meaning all of you descend. بَعْضُكُمْ adu." The descent includes shaitan. That when they were made to descend, Sayyiduna Adam alayhi salam was made to descend, Sayyidatuna Hawa salam was made to descend, Shaitan was removed from Paradise. But what is the nature that w- at that point, baadukum some of you baadukum adu some of you will be enemies of one another. The address is not only to Shaitan's enmity for Bani Adam. It is also the address to Bani Adam in the loins of Adam Ali that you will, some of you will be enemies of one another. It is stated that one of the mashaykh in Turkey during the Ottoman period, an atheist wrote a letter to the shaykh saying, why did your God, meaning these questions are not new through Richard Dawkins and Christopher Hitchens. These things existed hundreds of years ago. Why did your God remove Adam السلام, from paradise? Why did he not leave him in paradise? So the shaykh simply responded, because the likes of you would have remained in paradise also. Meaning, the disbeliever, the unbeliever, the unbeliever doesn't believe in Allah, he doesn't deserve to remain in paradise. So one of the wisdoms of Sayyiduna Adam السلام, being removed from paradise is that the ones who do not even believe in Allah Subh'anaHu wa taala will be removed from paradise also. Once that has been fulfilled, they all, uh, the mu'minun return back to paradise. So, li that you some of you will become enemies of one another. Adu is what enemy. Then, uh, w- uh, both humankind and are addressed. Walakum fil ardi Firstly, you shall have. Fil on the earth, meaning this earth that we live on. And note also the Rabb, the connection of the ayat. That previously in Surah Al Baqarah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned the favors of the earth, the creation of the earth, how the earth benefits humankind. So there is a mention here again. What is the meaning of mustaqar? Mustaqar is. From istiqrar to be firmly established. Istiqarra fil ard, he was established on the earth. This is why a jug is called qarura. Why is a jug jug called qarura? qarra shay, something becomes still. When something becomes still, they say qarra shay. When water rests in a jug, the water becomes still. So the jug jug is called qarura. Likewise, qar one of the meanings of qarr is coldness why what happens when things become cold they become still everything becomes still sometimes they freeze the messenger of allah وسلم, said man sabara ala harriha wa دخل الجنة al whoever has patience on the heat of al madina whoever has patience on the those who reside in al madina when because it goes extremely hot whoever has patience on the heat harriha Wakkarriya, it's coldness from the same root, قر. It's coldness, al-Jannah, you will go paradise, meaning the Ahlul Medina. From the believers. So wala fil ardi, you shall have on the earth, meaning Yabani Adam, as well as whom? The Shaitan and his Junood, because Shaitan has offspring, progeny. Shaitan has progeny. And then Shaitan entices some of the jinn kind and humankind to join his junood, his armies. You shall be established on the earth. And then what else? And you shall have mata' What is mata'? Mata' is employing the earth for useful means. You shall benefit from the earth. You shall have some benefit from the earth. The word hain is a point of time a small period of time because in reality after death we go into no time so time is something relative حينم, meaning has a time arrived on humanity that they a small amount of time that they was something unremembered something unmentioned the answer is yes human beings not only were unmentioned for a small period of time, they were unmentioned for epochs of time, an age. And then Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala created them. So, fil ardi, You shall have on the earth, when you descend, مُسْتَقَرٌ You shall be established on the earth. ومتاعن, you shall enjoy the benefits of the earth. إلحين, for a period of time. Then, Adam, الصلاة, they say in one narration, in the Mustadrak of Imam Al-Hakim that he descended in Sarandeep. Where is Sarandeep? In modern day Sri Lanka. The country that its economy crashed just recently. But in Sri Lanka there is an area known as Sarandeep. Some of the ulama they mention a point they say that Sarandeep has the right temperature which is the type of temperature and nature, which is the most similar nature and temperature to Jannah. So because Adam salam came from that zone where his body was accustomed to paradise, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent him down to Sarandeep. A green area, luscious green area in modern day Sri Lanka. And of course there is a mountain with the footstep ascribed to Sayyidina Adam Ali, salam. But from Sarandeep, he traveled to the Arabian Peninsula. And note also that this period of time, even though for us, this period of time may seem long, the travel from Sarandeep to Arafat. But for Sayyiduna Adam, it was a short period of time. Why? Because he was in paradise from the time of Zuhr in paradise to Asar, which is a long period of time. And the distance was short for him because he saw the garden, Jannah, which is endless as far as the eye can see. So, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informs us, فَتَلَقَّىٰ تَجْسَيْدُنَا آدَمَ عَلَيْهِ السَّلَامِ فَتَلَقَّىٰ آدَمُ مِنْ رَبِّهِ كَلِمَاتٍ فَتَابَ عَلَيْهِ إِنَّهُ هُوَ تَوَّابُ الرَّحِيمُ فَتَلَقَىٰ آدَمُ تَلَقَىٰ The root word for this is لَقِيَة to, re, to meet. فَتَلَقَىٰ He received. Adam عليه السلام received from Allah kalimat, words. Words to say by which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala turned to him. Because the meaning of Taaba is to turn. When the abd turns to Allah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala turns to him. <coughs> in what way? That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives his sins. And Adam received ربه, Note here the word Rabb. Again, the one who nurtured him. The one who created him. And then the one who nurtured him through his successive stages of his journey. فَتَلَقَّا Words. The dua of Adam as-Salam is mentioned further down in the Quran. Elsewhere in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions the dua of Sayyidina Adam a.s. salam. But Ta'ba Ali. Taba, as I mentioned, is that when someone turns turns to someone else, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepted his plea, the plea of Sayyidina Adam alayhi salam. rahim Note here, those things which are kh- khilaf awla for us, or the abandonment, it is better for us to do those actions, but if we abandon them, they are not sinful. They are referred to as khilaf awla. Actions which are mustahab, desirable, like praying qiyamul layl, praying tahajjud, these type of actions are fard for the anbiya alayhi salam. So when the Anbiya السلام, on an odd occasion may miss that action, that is what is referred to as dhamm, as a sin for the Prophet So the word does not entail what? The common usage of sin. This is something well known. So Adam السلام, eating from the tree was doing something which was better for him to have avoided. So. We eat from those type of trees all the time. But for Adam Ali Salam, it was what better for him to have avoided. So therefore, when uh, the word sin is used for Ambiya Ali it comes in a total different meaning for when it comes in its common usage. Ali Rahim. Note here, two names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala emphasized. Attawab al-Rahim. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is always turning to his servants when they do tawba. la The one who does tawbah for his sins is like the one who has no sin. So at every moment we should always do tawbah. Meaning, if everyone does tawbah before leaving this place, Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala forgives all their sins. In fact, not only are sins forgiven. The sins are changed into hasanat, into good deeds. That is the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when a person does a sin, the angels are instructed to wait four or six worldly hours in case the person repents. If he repents, the sin is not written down. When the person does a good deed, the angels are instructed to write down 10 good deeds. And later on, those 10 good deeds are multiplied by 700 times. But when a person does tawbah from a sin, the sin is not only removed, it is converted into what? A good deed. So a person should never have despair from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and always do regular tawbah. Inna hu huwa then ar-rahim is mentioned. Why ar-rahim? Because Ar-Rahman, the Sifat Ar-Rahman, the manifestation of which is the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is mentioned, Ar-Rahman wa al Arshistawa, The merciful rose above the throne. Why is the throne mentioned? Because all the Makhluq is underneath the throne. So all the Makhluq is a recipient of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But Ar-Rahim, is a special, specific, unique type of mercy. So this entails that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, his unique mercy touches those who do tawbah. Unique mercy. So not only does the person do tawbah, he is a recipient to a unique mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All the makhluk is under the mercy of Allah. All the makhluk, even the kafir has a type of mercy that he walks around with his immune system intact. He walks around with his eyesight his intellect working but then the believer is a recipient of what the unique mercy of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends down his letters of love to us at every moment but the reciprocation of the love letters entails an increase of love so allah sends his love letter when you have clean water to wash yourself with he sends his love letter when your eyes are working he sends his love letter when your mind is working. He sends his love letter when your legs are working. But when you are re- reciprocating the love, by what? Worshipping him because you love him. Obeying him because you love him. Then in that case, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increases his love for you. So, so, He not only turns to you, but he also increases you in a specific type of mercy. So this is one of the greatest love stories. Uh, uh, people ask me, which is the greatest love story? I say, usually I reply, the story of Ya'qub alayhi salam for his son. The love of a father for his son. Ya'qub alayhi salam for his son. What is another great love story? The story of Adam alayhi salam and how he repented to Allah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. One of the greatest love stories ever. So... And then you have a third love story. The companions in Badr, three hundred and thirteen companions, how they demonstrated love for Rasulullah. So كَلِمَاتٍ that Adam alayhi received from his Lord. Note here Adam Alay does not devise the dua. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inspires him with the dua. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts his tawbah. Like when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to us, spend in my way and it's a trade. Yet he is the one who gives us the wealth and the ability to spend and then he gives us back from what we give of what belongs to him in the first place. So, فَتَلَقَى آدَمُ مِن رَبِّهِ كَلِمَاتٍ فَتَابَ عَلَيْهِ And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepted his repentance. Ali, عَلَيْهِ turned to him. Innahu, indeed he who at al Rahim. He is indeed the one who tawab. tawab. means the one who always accepts the repentance. Tawab, then again, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, We said. Meaning this is a repeat of ihbitu. Descend. Why? For further information that was given. at the time we had said. Ihbitu descend Minha Jamiya from it meaning from paradise Jami'a all of you all of humanity all of the uh, the shaytan and his junudu minha jami'a jami'a means what entirely Fa'imma Ya ttiyan nakum mini huda they shall come down to you ya'tiyan nakkum ya'tiyan nakum his emphasis, they shall indeed, verily, come down to you. Now, it's essential to note this verse, to understand the next verse, that there is a rabt, a connection in the meaning. هدا, that they shall indeed arrive to you from me guidance, which is what? Revelation hudam And whoever follows, تَبِعَ is to follow. Hudaya my guidance. فَلَا خَوْفٌ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَا هُمْ They shall have no fear upon them. So when they were made to descend, they were informed and instructed that guidance shall come down from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Huda. And for تَبِعَهُ دَايَةً Whoever follows my guidance, two descriptions are given regarding those people who follow the guidance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Firstly, la خوف. They'll have no fear. And no حزن. No sadness. What is خوف? خوف is fear of what is to be expected. So خوف in itself is a punishment. Meaning some people, they have خوف of to rizq Fear of a lack of risk. The Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Informed us that there are certain types of sins By which a person is punished By fear of his rizq Fear of a lack of rizq But a person Going through a fear Of to rizq In itself is a form of punishment So likewise Fear of the future is a punishment, but a believer should not have fear of the future. Meaning, a believer should be between Al khawfi wa Raja, which is between fear and what? Hope. Between Al Qabd and Al Bast. What is Al Qabd? Restriction of the heart. Bast is an expanding of the heart. Believer should be in the middle. But, La khawfun Alihim, they shall have no fear. Why? Because they know. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us guidance. When we observe that guidance, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will fulfill his promise. They shall not be sad. What is the difference between khawf and huzn? The distinction between khawf and huzn is that huzn, sadness, is once the punishment has arrived, the person becomes sad. So they will not have khawf in the dunya and they will not have Sadness in the Akhirah. This is the description of those who follow the guidance which is sent down. And they shall have no fear. And they shall not be actively sad. As for those who disbelieve. And they disbelieve or they they belie. They deny. كَذَّبُوا بِآيَاتِنَا Note, this word ayah is a sign. Sometimes the word ayah refers to the the revealed words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we can hear, we can read, and we can uh, see with our eyes and observe. Similarly, the word ayah is used for the ayat qawniyah, the universal signs like the changing seasons, the stars, the constellations changing every three months, the phases of the moon, the moon waxing and waning. The const- all these various things, they are referred to as ayat. آفاقي, that within the horizons, they shall see the ayat. But within ourselves also. A third meaning of ayat, you will notice that the, the mu'ajizat, the prophetic miracles and the non-prophetic miracles are also referred to as ayat. that for instance the preservation of the body of fir'aun is a aya in order that you be for those who come after you an ayah. who fir'aun his body is preserved in the cairo museum a sign similarly the ark of nuh a.s. is referred to as ayah. so bi ayatina is not only the revelation it is everything we observe around us and within ourselves. These all these things are ayat. So they deny these ayat. Ulaika, those people. Ula'i with ka, meaning ulai, those and ka meaning those people who just mentioned now. Ulaika, ashabun nari. Note they are referred to as ashab. Why ashabun nari? Because when someone has suhba with someone, he's a companion of that person. He doesn't leave their company. So they are referred to as Ashabun-Nar. They are such people that they remain in the company of the fire. Ashabun-Nari. Hum khalidun. They, meaning that group of people, shall remain in the hellfire. Khulud is to remain. One of the kunya, uh, agnomen of the sea and the ocean, is Abu Khalid. So Abu Khalid is the agnomen of the sea. Why? Because the sea seems non-ending. Outwardly, you observe the sea. It's non-ending. Abu Khalid, So note now the rabd, the connection of these verses, that from the origin of humanity, with the creation of Sayyiduna Adam alayhi salam, and when Sayyiduna Adam alayhi salam was come, uh, was sent down to earth, and was informed that Allah subhanahu wa taala informs him that he shall send down revelation a group of people from Bani Adam are addressed because the most Anbiya or Rusul were sent to them the most prophets and messengers were sent to them so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Ya Bani Israel أنعمت عليكم." so the address to Bani Israel is in context that from An- Ya Ayyuhannas O people we have a specific group being addressed. Why a specific group? Because the number of Anbiya' prophets that were sent to them exceeded any other group. Why? Because they, they had the most fasad, the most corruption amongst them. Because they were the most corrupt group, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala favored them with multiple Anbiya' Ali salam, even though Anbiya' Ali salam are sent to every nation. So they are addressed. Ya bani Isra'il. So in context of when Adam salam is sent down to earth and informed that revelations shall be sent, a particular group is now reminded. Bani Israel is addressed because Bani Israel at that time resided in Al-Madinatul Munawrah. When they resided in Al-Madinatul Munawrah and they were actual descendants of Ya'qub salam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addressed them. Ya Bani Isra'een. So insha'Allah, next week we shall continue from this address to Bani Isra'een. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to teach us Al-Quranul Kareem and the understanding of Al-Quranul Kareem. Jazallah anna Sayyidina Muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa alihi wa sallam maahu Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma Wa salamun ala walhamdulillahi rabbil